Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And I am in my car. I'm pulling a, um, I'm pulling a Jessica Zion. I'm pulling a who else? Who else? Who else does videos in your cars? Who else? Let me know in the comments. Who else does videos in your car? I've also not got the hat on uh, today, so I'm bringing a new little bit of new flavor uh, to the show. You know, mixing things up a little bit. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And um, uh, yeah, so I am excited about this guest this morning to talk to her. She's she's a young woman, and uh, she is really going to make her mark on this on this business and this industry. I can guarantee you that if she sticks with it, because she's got a lot of time to make a lot of things happen. Emily, welcome to the show. Hello, good to be here. <clears throat> oh, wonderful. I'm so glad to have you. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Copenhagen, Denmark. Denmark. <laughs> yes. Wow. So are you there for university or were you born now there tell us what you're doing with your with your life or what you were what you were doing or are still doing before legendary yes so i was born and raised in denmark um i'm 19 and i finished school what you would call high school here the school system's a bit different but what you would call high school here last summer and <clears throat> now I'm taking a few gap years before starting university. Um, and digital marketing has become a, a big part of that. So I get I guess so, right? Uh, so yeah. now you've got something to do during these gap years. I wonder if you're gonna get distracted. Um, do you feel like you're going to follow through and, and go on to university still? Um, I think so. Mainly just to dive into something I find interesting. Yeah. I always love psychology and I think I'm going to study psychology, mm. but I, I can imagine that I would rather have my own business when I grow up and be an entrepreneur. I don't see myself working a nine to five my whole life. Um, mm. And that's why I've started digital marketing to yeah. have that opportunity. Absolutely. And so, um, so did you grow up around any entrepreneurs or what how did you find legendary and was it something that you were you know you were looking for because again you've grown up around entrepreneurs you were maybe looking for something or did this come totally out of the blue to you and fall in your lap and and now here we are talk to us a little bit about finding us yeah, so I'll say that I didn't grow up around any entrepreneurs whatsoever. I think mm. it pretty much actually all started. I did um, elite gymnastics a lot growing up. And so being an athlete, I started to focus a lot on mindset. Um, and as I've dwelled and dived into what a positive mindset can do and how it can change your life, I also mm. came across how you can live in other ways than just how society has set an idea. Um, yeah. And that's when I also got this idea that I didn't want to just work a nine to five my whole life. I wanted to make my own way of life. And from there, I sort of found digital marketing. And yeah, pretty quickly in my gap year, I researched a lot because um, I wanted to start and I found affiliate marketing, which I found so interesting. And then yeah. 
yeah, legendary through that. Nice, nice. So, um, you know, did you have any idea of the specific type of thing you might be interested in when it comes to online marketing or online business? Or did you come into this and find us and, and really discover affiliate marketing and sort of the core four business models that we teach here and just say, hey, those make a lot of sense to me. Um, to, and, and how do you see, you know, what you want to do going forward is is affiliate marketing and selling information products, co coaching courses or events, a business model that does make sense to you? Yeah, so I'll say that I like the idea of affiliate marketing before I found Legendary, but I was like open to all sorts of things. And then yeah. after going through the challenge, I really like it just made so much sense to me to start with affiliate marketing and hopefully further on also expand to the other core four business models. Um, so I've really I've become more sure in that knowledge after like finding you guys and starting to get educated on the area for sure. Yeah, good, good, good. So what's it been like for you to, how has your gymnastics mindset experience played a role in you doing this? Give us some tips from, in, in us some insight into somebody who was a, or is a competitive gymnast that takes incredible focus, discipline, determination, skill and 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 work ethic um but also the ability to keep going when you stub your toe when you run into challenges when you have an injury when you don't win right i mean these yeah. being an athlete is is one of the one of the roles one of the things that you can do in life where you endure more failure and setback and challenge than about as any you know as much as anything else and so how have you used that experience in this? I think like gymnastics is definitely the background for everything I do now. I've learned so much discipline and hard work um, and determination from that sport. And I've been able to transfer those lessons directly from the sport to both school and then now working in this online space. Um, and I think the most impactful thing not just the discipline that I've learned, but more so the mindset of the fact that if you truly want something and you keep going, then you can do anything. Um, yeah. So it has definitely made the biggest difference, having that mindset that anything is possible, for sure. But what about when you start marketing and, you know you're getting on video for the first time you're feeling most likely insecure vulnerable scared which is not something that you're probably used to feeling because as a as as a, a gymnast right you're probably used to feeling confident fired up sure of yourself you know how have you dealt with any insecurity or vulnerability or like, oh, I'm not good enough? Has there been any of that that's popped up, maybe going, starting to go on camera for the first time? And how did you deal with those moments? I mean, for sure, like definitely feeling vulnerable and being scared of people judging you has been a huge part of this. But I'll also say that I felt that a lot 
when I did gymnastics, like being scared oh. of failing and what other people thought of you and stuff like that. But I'll also yeah. say that what I've just learned through the sport and now through this journey is that in the end, like you have to just try and you have to give yourself, like even if you fail, at least you tried. Like I want to be able to say that with everything I did at the end of my life that I tried and that's good enough. You know, you deserve to live the life you want to live. So it, it really doesn't matter what other people think of you and mm. how many times you fail. Like, that's what I keep coming back to, that I deserve mm. to live a life I dream of. And that's what I also learned through gymnastics and now this. Yeah, well, you do. That's great. I'm glad that's sinking in and that's sunk in for you because you do deserve that. We all do. Let's go ahead and share Emily's uh, profile links up on the screen. And uh, you guys can, of course, follow her and, and check her out. Um, so, Emily, um, what is it like to be – how old are you again, if you don't mind sharing? I'm 19. Okay. So you're 19, just graduated from high school not too long ago, right? Or your version of high school over there in Denmark, by the way, folks, if you're just joining us, Emily's – from uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. So it's a real pleasure to have somebody from Denmark. Uh, but how is it like when, what is it like when so many, if not every single person your age is using social media to just share and compare and, you know, for just more social reasons, right? I mean, it's all about, it's all about keep it up with the teenage Joneses, right? I mean, you gotta, that's a, that's an expression here in America where we're, we're trying to keep up with the latest trends and keep up with the, um, you know, the latest fashion and keep up with, you know, now I'm sure social media, it, you know, it's all about how many followers you have, right? So if you're a teenager in high school and you've got 5,000 followers and this other person's got only 200, well, maybe that might elevate your status. So how how have you plug, unplugged, it seems, from that way of using social media and plugged into this using social media, not letting social media use you? And then like, what advice do you have for other people your age? Um, I would say, like, I, of course, I use social media a lot for in entertainment and talking to my friends and everything. Like, a big part of my life does happen on social media. Um, and so it's, of course, and especially in the start, it was hard to juggle those two. And when people, like, my friends saw some of the videos I uploaded when they went viral, that was, that was difficult, you know, because it was such a different space I was in. Um, but I think again, like it, it all comes down to mindset really. Like it is about how determined you are. And I think I'm good at really just focusing in and setting goals and steps to hit every day. And if you just focus on that, then if everything else sort of becomes a muted background. Um, so I definitely separate entertainment from my professional profiles. Okay, so when when you first started marketing, you you were you were kind of posting videos to your existing original social profiles, and your friends kind of saw those videos, 
And then you eventually started creating other and different and new profiles and posting to that and sort of keeping your marketing stuff away from your original personal profile. How did you actually compartmentalize or did you not? Um, I actually started new accounts completely. So from the start, I had my personal and I didn't use that for this business. And then I started completely new accounts that I posted on. Um, And that also helped, I think, because like, I I didn't feel very comfortable in the start with my friends seeing everything I was doing. So it helped to make new profiles. But as my some of my videos went viral, like some of my friends saw them. Um, And that's just something you got to get over. Like, you feel vulnerable, and it's uncomfortable. But in the end, like, yeah, you got to get over it, because it doesn't really matter what other people think. So Mm. but it's good Mm. to have different profiles, I would say for sure. (coughs) Well, that's a big thing that a lot of people uh, experience. And it's difficult for them. I've experienced it too. You've got your your original Facebook account, you've got your Instagram account or whatever that, you know, you've got your group of friends or your local kind of community friends there on those profiles. And then all of a sudden you start kind of randomly posting, you know, online marketing or uh, whatever niche you might be, you know, in and, and it, it can throw people off. I mean, if yeah. you saw somebody doing it and they were sort of a friend that you always knew, you you might say similar things like, hey, what's Johnny doing? You know, hey, I, or when you see him, like, you know, what, you know, how's the, what's up with the dog videos, man? It's just things that people do. Like, I stopped being so surprised by humans acting like humans a while ago and my life just got so much better because yeah. people are gonna, people are gonna gossip. People are gonna talk shit, right? They're gonna... Yeah they're just gonna see something and automatically judge like, and whether that's making them feel what for whatever reason that they do, it's just people, people like to process things. They like to, they like to talk about things. They like to talk about people. We like to talk about people. We like to talk about things. And so you're right. At the end of the day, you really have to just get over it. And you have to realize that people are going to have an opinion about you regardless of what you do. Exactly. And I'll say, right? like, more people than I thought have actually been so supportive. So that's cool. A lot of people will be supportive, but the people who maybe judge you, like, you should never take that personally because it's more a reflection of their own limiting beliefs and insecurities than it is about what you're doing. And that's yeah. just something you. You have to learn as you go. It's very true. It's it's nice that you have learned that at such a young age. I mean, that's wisdom that will that that wisdom will truly change your life. I mean, there's a lot of people that still walk around every day in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and get mad uh, that people act like people, you know, or you know, get mad that people have an opinion or get offended by you know, people, you know, having a belief, having their own beliefs, you know, it's like, look, I mean, your beliefs are your beliefs. And if you're, maybe these are limiting beliefs, I don't know. But I mean, it's like, it's like, at the end of the day, we can't expect everything, especially in entrepreneurship to just be easy and everybody to just accept us and celebrate what we're doing anyways. 
that's the whole crux of entrepreneurship and marketing is that you actually have to work to to deliver value and persuade people and improve yeah. to them that what you're doing is valuable and earn your respect. You know what I mean? I think that's something that we we really don't talk about enough. And you guys, I know, talk about this in competitive sports. It's like there are no there are no handouts. They don't they, they, in competitive gymnastics. I mean, my daughter does acro dancing and has done some gymnastics. They don't hand out trophies. You know, you got to win it. You got to win. And the same thing is true for entrepreneurship and marketing. And we don't talk about it enough that you have to work to deliver value. I can't just like raise my hand and say, I've got a business now and every single person within my vicinity is going to run over to me and with their money in hand and go, oh, what do you what do you sell? I'd love to buy something. No, no. most people are like, Ugh, get away from me. You know, the same thing that you would do, the same thing that I would do if somebody, you know, just was being pushy or spammy or salesy or anything like that. So um, that was a big lesson that I learned in entrepreneurship was that I need to put in the work to earn the respect, to earn people's business. What, what's something that you've learned over the last couple of months that has like been like, yo, this was a valuable entrepreneurial lesson? Um, I think like truly what I've, I keep coming back to is that you know, it's great that you take all that action and discipline is so important. And it's so important that you take consistent action. But like, if you don't have the right mindset, you you won't get very far. I'll, I'll keep saying like, it's maybe 20% the action you take and 80% the mindset you have. Um, yeah, because the mindset's gonna guide the action, right? Like if exactly. you get up, if you get up, if you wake up every day and you're like, you're like, oh, okay, I posted a video. Why don't I see any commissions yet? Like, yeah. like if that's like your attitude, like I'm doing, it's almost like a victim mindset. You know, it's like there's, there's a certain mindset that will not get you far in life and it definitely won't get you far in entrepreneurship. And that's sort of like, a, I did what you told me, but nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not for me, or I guess there was some scam or something like that. Always thinking that people are out to get you. You got to have a self, like total personal responsibility and blaming no one for challenges or failures that you have, like taking total responsibility. Do, do you agree? Yes, definitely. And I've noticed like at the times where I just, I don't feel very good about the business and I don't feel good about the results and I don't feel very confident. I don't see very good results from the action that I take. But when I focus on feeling good first and working on the beliefs I have around money and myself and what I'm capable of, then I start to take inspired action. And that's when I see a viral video or I get high ticket commissions, like all of these things. It's just so interconnected. So yep. I'll always say focus on the mindset first. And then as you take inspired action, that leads to great results. And this is something that Tony Robbins talks about if you ever go to any of his events. And at this point, he's pretty much a legend and has been around for long enough that people should just put some respect on his name, honestly. Uh, what he teaches is good stuff. And he teaches essentially about getting into state before you take action, getting into state, the right 
mental state, the right mindset, the right physical state. And it's true when you get into that, you can call it kind of whatever you want, like get your mind right, your mindset, your state. But it's a, what you said was then you're ready to take inspired action not fearful action not 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 hesitant action not insecure action but inspired confident action and the way that you come off on your videos or the way that you write emails or the way that you go live and how you show up in those different situations yeah. will will drastically dip, like how that content lands for other people will drastically differ depending on your mindset or your state before you go into it. That's what you're saying, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think like I can sense it when I see other people's videos, like if they're super confident in what they're saying, I feel like I can relate to that content more and their message more. Whereas if you can, like, it's so easy to sense when people are kind of insecure or coming from a bad place and you're not attracted to their message. And I see that in my own content as well, that sometimes when I've come from a bad place, like it's not very good content. And of course, it's not going to drive those commissions or that success. Yeah. You're talking about something really, really, really powerful right now. And it's interesting because, you know, people might even might minimize like you because of your age. But you have figured something out that is very, very powerful. And it's also rare, you know, because most people don't really understand, have that self-awareness to really understand that how I say what I say, the energy that I have, the confidence that I have when I'm talking, how I feel about myself and how I feel about what I'm doing is is it's evident it's you may not think people can see it read it sense it but they can and you're absolutely right the you can actually also sense it through video yeah you you it it come it's not just something that you can sense in person you can actually it translates through video as well so it's it's important to to know that and to do something about it, right? Some of the way, some of the things that I've done over the years to try to help myself to be more confident in what I'm saying on camera uh, has been, for example, to do simple, weird little things like um, like get up and 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 walk around as I'm filming, right? So I have more energy. Stand up right? Get into a different physical position. This is the whole Tony Robbins kind of philosophy is it's physical state. You can get yourself into a powerful state just by physically moving and, and changing your physiology. You, I, I know his content front to back because I've listened to a lot of it. And, and um, it's not all about, oh my gosh, you have to do years and years of therapy and you have to change your whole brain in order to get into a positive state. You can decide any moment of any day, any time yes. that 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 uh, what other people's opinions of you are none of your business and that you are going to crush this and that you, at the very least, you're going to give it your best try and be honest 
in whatever it is that you're doing. And you can show up as the best version of yourself. Um, I think that a lot of us think that we have to explain ourselves to people and that we have to, oh, and so we get into this mode of over explaining or kind of being put back on our heels. And there's also some strategies that you all can use in your marketing online to make sure that you don't do that. Number one is if you don't feel comfortable going live, don't go live yet. Just work on videos because then you're not putting yourself in this situation right out of the gate. You're building some confidence first with, with your videos. Um, don't worry about what people say. I, I saw a comment in one of our Facebook groups yesterday where uh, somebody said, you know, this lady ripped my funnel apart. Who cares? Yeah. Who gives two flying fucks yeah. what somebody said about your funnel or about your page or about block delete? Like you are letting that person rent space in your head. They, they're dominating you right now. Let that shit go. Block. You yeah. can tell when something's constructive. You can tell when something's useful feedback. If somebody's just being mean and nasty, do not give that a second of your energy, right? Mm -hmm. Use people who are trustworthy and safe and valuable to ask for feedback and get professional coaching so you can feel more confident about yourself. Many, many people just are, are afraid to ask, are unwilling to learn. What are some of the things that you do to fully, you know, step into your power, even if you're not having the best of days or even if you're feeling insecure? Yeah. So think like what I really try to do is like vision, like what is that version of myself who is that version of myself that i want to be the version of myself that has achieved the goals i want to achieve like who is that person what habits does she have what action does she take what beliefs does she have how does she feel every day and then i try every day what doing little things like journaling saying affirmations keep trying to change my mindset to step into that version of myself like becoming the version of myself who has already achieved the goals i want to achieve mm -hmm. um yeah. yeah check this out i i've said this to people for many years now you become the person and then you get the money you don't get the money and then become the person exactly that's the whole point you know and so a, a strategy that's been the most powerful strategy for me to ever really understand has been the strategy of acting myself into a new way of thinking, not, not thinking myself into a new way of acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I can't think myself into greatness. I have to act myself into greatness. And once I've acted it, even if I don't believe it, even if it's not my nature, you know, in a lot of times that comes from coaching or following a schedule or going through a program, right? It's very difficult for us to do these things just on our own. But regardless, I decide I'm going to take the actions. I'm going to become the person. 
I start doing them every day, even if I don't believe in them, even if I don't want to do them. And even most importantly, even if I don't feel like I'm making any progress at first. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're never going to feel like you're making progress at first. No, not until you make progress. And so show up every day and and, and act myself into a new way of thinking. Eventually, my brain, which is not it, it, it can get fooled into greatness. My brain goes, well, this is who we are now, baby. We're great. Exactly. Yeah. We show up. We, we're doing this now. This is what we're doing now. And the brain adjusts. Mm-hmm. And now you don't have to worry about thinking yourself into a new way of acting because you've acted yourself into a new way of thinking. And your mind really has just followed. And you sort of, you know, you sort of mold and and, uh, rewire your brain through behavior, not through thinking about it, not through meditating about it, not through talking about it with others. That's called getting ready to get ready. But when you finally start in, in reality, taking all the thoughts out of your head and putting them aside and just acting, like you said, consistent daily action, you start the process of acting yourself into a new way of thinking and becoming a different person. What does consistency mean for you? Are you at, what is your daily kind of income producing activities? What are the things that you're consistent with each day or each week? Yeah. So I have uploaded twice a day, like almost every day, twice a day for the past, what, four months, almost. Um, I bulk make, content and that helps a lot so i don't use a lot of time on it every day and that's a big part of it like figure out those efficient strategies so it doesn't feel so overwhelming and so you can take action every day without using a lot of time so i both make Mm. content then post twice a day and then i also reply to dms every day and write new emails about once a week so it's not in reality a lot of action but you just have to set up these strategies to make it doable and to make it efficient. They're big actions. Yeah. That's why, that's why I just called them income producing activities. Now there's a bunch of non-income producing activities we all do on a daily basis. They make us feel like we're busy. They make us feel like we're accomplishing things, but they're non-income producing activities. They're things like learning, watching videos, getting coached, Okay, those are actually non-income producing activities. I'm talking about activities, right? That watching a video and getting coached is not going to produce income. It's going to give you the information that you need to take the right actions, but it's not going to do those actions for you. So a lot of us become lifetime learners, jump from guru to guru, course to course. Um, Another, another, you know, (laughs) you know, Uh, that's a non-income producing activity. There's other non-income producing activities, doing research on social media, right? We're scrolling, I'm doing research. Really, I'm not really actually doing anything. I'm avoiding doing work, right? The same thing happens. We, 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 you know, just sort of procrastinate. A lot of us get business cards made. I got to get my website set up. My funnel's not right yet, blah, blah, blah. All these things are, you know, we begin, we trick ourselves into at a certain point, learning at the beginning is necessary. Setting up your funnel at the beginning is necessary, but when it becomes an obsession and it becomes a way to procrastinate, 
it, you've now moved that from an income producing activity over to a non-income producing activity. Because the real income producing activity is driving traffic. It's not right. actually setting up your funnel. It's driving traffic, right? And learning how to drive traffic and learning new strategies to drive traffic. And so one of driving traffic means doing marketing, right? Whether that's posting ads, posting videos. Right now we're in a we're in a period where you can basically drive an unlimited amount of free traffic. You don't even have to pay for ads yeah. um, because of these profile, because of these platforms who allow you to go more viral than ever before. I'd like to tell you a story about what it was like back in my day when I first got, <laughs> I, won't do, I won't do that to you, but it, the game has really changed. And um, it's, it's just almost like, if you are willing to get over your fear of being judged and you're willing to just take some action regardless of like how you feel or what other people think, there's really a lot of money on the table right now. Yeah. You, you don't even have to pay for ads because yeah. you can drive so much traffic for free. What's your favorite platform? Um, I think I use both TikTok and Instagram the most. I have way more followers on TikTok than I do on Instagram um, because I think it's, for me, it's been easier to go viral on TikTok. However, I think the the audience I'm trying to target is more so on Instagram. Mm. So even though I have a lot of followers on TikTok, because a lot of them are my age or a bit younger, they, they don't have that much buying power. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to lean. You should stop telling people how old you are because you, you, you act like you're in your thirties. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, I should. Probably, I, yeah. No, no, I'm serious. No, I'm, I'm serious. Like, like you don't need to tell anybody how old you are. No. Like nobody does, but like, especially not, not you because it, it just, you know, people already devalue people all the time. Women's voices and opinions get devalued enough. You don't need to explain your age to anybody because you sound as wise as a 50-year-old woman who's been through a lot of life experience. And I bet that if you did that and you, and you stopped letting anybody know how old you are, you may get in the algorithm of some older people. Yeah. Just consider that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. You may get in the you may get out of the algorithm with all the young folks who don't have money, and that's something you got to think about. You can manufacture that. You know, marketing out there online. Sure, it's about being authentic. We talk about that all the time, but that you know, I, I'm not too stuck on that. This is about business. This is about driving revenue, selling products, making a profit, right? And so at the end of the day, you have to be strategic about the audience that you're going after and, you know, think about, hey, do they really have money to spend on the things that I'm selling? You know, and, um, you know, a lot of times younger folks or people in certain countries, et cetera, uh, they may they may be interested. They may engage a lot and that's fine. That may be beneficial. But that doesn't particularly mean that that particular audience is buyers. No. Buyers are usually fairly quiet. They don't, you know, they don't, they lurk, they watch, they observe. They aren't so fast to leave a nasty comment. So a lot of times how you handle yourself in responding to negative people, how you handle yourself 
out there on the internet will attract those buyers who do have money because they see how you might handle yourself or interact with these other people. But remember, buyers are not acting like idiots and assholes on your post. Those are non-buyer broke people who are engaging with your post and are probably never going to buy anything from you. That's at least my experience. Do, do you share yeah. that opinion and experience? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So what do you want to leave people with today? This has been so wonderful and refreshing to talk to you and, and talk about mindset and, and, um, and just like, you know, just getting in state before you like kind of checking your state, checking your mindset, like checking your body before you, before you pick up the phone to film and saying, can I, can I, you know, can I do something? Can I create a routine? Can I even like, if you see other athletes, like when they go to the free throw line, like basketball players, like they have like a little like thing that they do, you know what I mean? Like bounce the ball twice, spin it backwards in my hands. And then Mm -hmm. I shoot that. That's like something that they do to like, how would you explain that, right? In your own words, I'm sure you had little routines that you did yeah. before things to get you in state, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say create habits that you can use. Be really aware of what activities and what small actions you can take that gets your energy up and that makes you feel good. That's mm. like awareness and get to know yourself about this. Um, learn how to step into that version of yourself who already have achieved the goals that you want to achieve. And then every time you feel insecure about someone judging you, like this is what I do because that's more scary. This is more scary than actually being judged by other people. Imagine how many things in life you could miss out on experiencing and accomplishing just because you cared about what other people think. So that's, yeah, that's more scary I think than actually being judged by people so remind yourself of that when you get insecure and it's the number one at least that's what i've heard and and i could imagine it to be true that it's the number one regret that people have at the end of life is that you know i didn't take enough risks didn't take enough chances uh didn't you know spend enough time with family cared more about what other people thought and so uh that's deep we'll marinate on that Thank you so much. Come back and see me again. And uh, let's continue to follow your your wonderful and inspirational journey, Emily. Thank you. It's been awesome. All right. Be legendary, my friend. All right, my friends, it is uh, time to go and uh, put some of these these thoughts into action. Um, You know, the beautiful thing is, is that you know, as I'm sitting in my car here and I've done this interview here this morning, it just is, it's a great reminder that you can take action anywhere. You know, you don't have to like be at a certain place to like do something big, you know, like you can be sitting in a parking lot somewhere. You can be, you know, I almost sat out in that, in the, on that, on a bench that was over there. I'm currently uh, at the hospital and have spent quite a bit of time here over the last month with my father who's been going through, um, you know, open heart surgery and had some complications after. And I've been able to take my my business with me and I've uh, done it mostly uh, on my on my on my phone. But um, I also have, you know, the laptop if if that's needed, you know, and so uh, you take your business with you, you take it wherever you go. 
uh, and you take every opportunity that you have to do something big, impactful, meaningful, and 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 it will feel you know it won't feel like it's big, but trust me, it is. It is. It is big. It's big to do these 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 small little actions consistently over time. Uh, it, it, it's sort of like watching grass grow. If you sit there and watch it every day, it doesn't seem like it's growing. But if you, you know, look at it after a month, it's like, holy crap, you know, where, what the hell happened? Who got to mow the lawn, right? So that's how business is as well. And, you know, your first 30 days, even your first, you know, 60 or 90 days can feel like watching paint dry, you know, but trust me, those small little things are actually big things. And the beautiful thing is, again, you can do them anywhere. You don't have to wait to be back in your home office. You don't have to wait until you're sitting back in front of your laptop or in an office somewhere. You can do them with your phone. You can do them with a laptop. Anywhere you can get a Wi-Fi connection, you can, you can create content. You can market. You can put yourself out there. You can deliver value. You can facilitate transactions. You can d- be DMing with people. There's just so much to do. You can be blocking idiots. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, give them no time, please. Reminding you all, give them no time. Uh, all right, my friends, we'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Stay legendary. Peace.